And thank you for the opportunity to be here. And God, thank you for the incredible honor to teach your word. God, thank you that your word is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. And God, I'm praying that this morning we would all hear, myself included, your voice. God, that you would speak to our hearts, that you would give us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me ask you guys a question. I want you to think about it. Don't answer it out loud, okay? But what or who is something or someone that you love? What is something that you love? For me right now, it's my new puppy. I have a new puppy. Four weeks ago, I drove in one day to Missouri to pick up this puppy. And at the time, he was an eight-week-old basset hound. And so he had lots of wrinkles, and he had these really big ears, and he had these really big paws. And I named him Tucker, and he has been a game changer. Tucker likes to get up early in the morning and play, like, first thing in the morning. Who plays first thing in the morning? Maybe you guys do, but not me. But now I get up first thing in the morning, and I play with my little puppy dog. And Tucker has to go potty all the time, and Tucker gets to eat long before I ever get to eat. And Tucker has changed my world. But I love my new puppy dog. And he has the cutest brown spots. But my favorite part is his pink and black spots. On the bottom of his really big paws, there's these really cute pink and black spots. But also, just on the underside of his lip, he's got these really big droopy lips. He goes, I almost brought him today, but it would have been a bad idea. On the bottom of his lip is a giant, there's giant pink and black spots, and it's the cutest thing in the world. I love my new puppy. And when he sleeps, this is the best part. He likes to lay on his back, all four paws up in the air, which usually end up like this. And this morning I found him on his back, paws up, snoring on the corner of my pillow. I love my new puppy. But can I tell you guys something that I'm not very proud of? I have a hard time loving people. And that makes me sad. You know why? Because Jesus said this in Matthew 22. Jesus said the greatest commandment was to love him with our everything. The disciples asked him, teacher, what is the greatest commandment? And he said the greatest commandment is this, to love the Lord your God. With all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And the second is just like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. It's interesting that they asked, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus gave them that answer, but gave the bonus answer. Maybe that's happened to you before. You ask your teacher a question, and you're like, I don't understand. And then they go into like a 10-minute monologue about something, right? And you're like, you lost me 10 minutes ago. Or maybe your parents do that to you. Jesus did the same thing one day to his disciples. But he answered that way because love, everyone say love, Love. is really, really important. It's so important that Jesus said everything hangs on these two things. All of the commandments, all of the rules, all of the things that I tell you to do and not do in the Bible hangs on those two things. If you love me with everything you have, and if you love others as you love yourself. When I was your age, I wanted to grow up and be just like Jesus. 
When I was your age, I wanted to be a missionary, and I was going to live in Africa, and I was going to have children and build a hospital and tell the whole world about Jesus. Now that I'm much older, I realize just how hard it is to be like Jesus. Because being like Jesus means this, less of you, more of him. And I kind of like myself, honestly. I mean, there's things I like about myself, and there's things I do that I like about myself. And uh, sometimes Jesus wants us to do things differently and to live life differently than how we want to live. And that leaves us a choice. We have a choice if we will choose to do the right thing or the wrong thing. Every day you and I get choices. And every choice you make, you are either loving Jesus and loving others or you are not. There is no in-between. If I was rude to Mrs. DeLauder when she texted me the other day and said 8.30, and I texted her back and said, heck no, I'm not going to show up at 8.30, would that have been kind of me? Would I have been loving her? Here's the loaded question. You ready? Think. Would I have been loving Jesus had I been rude to Mrs. DeLauder? No. You know why? Who made her? Jesus. Who lives inside of her? Right, so when I'm rude to her or I'm unkind to her, I'm not only being rude and unkind to her, I'm actually being rude and unkind to the God that I supposedly love. Uh-oh. Yikes. That kind of changes things, right? Vision. What do you see? Who do you see? How do you treat the ones around you? It's easy to love your best friend. It's easy, Jesus even said, it's easy to love those who love you back, but what gain is there in that? What profit is there in that? The true test of love is loving those who will never love you back. The true test of love is loving those who are unkind to you. We don't love because someone loves us first. We love because God loved us first. And that changes everything. I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians 13 this morning. It's often known as the love chapter. You might be familiar with it. It says this, If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am becoming a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And if I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And if I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and if I give my body to be burned, but have not love, I profit nothing. Love suffereth long, it is kind. Actually, I'm going to switch up. It's got me on a different translation. Hang on. I was like, that suffereth. I know I did not read suffereth earlier. I got to put it in a version you and I are going to understand. Everyone say amen. Amen. All right. Let me start again. Actually, let me pick up where I left off. Hang on. You guys are patient. Thank you. Okay, here we go. You ready? If I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, 
I am nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. I'm reading on the message translation, okay? If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but I don't love, I am nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. Love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut, doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others, isn't always me first, doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others. Uh Uh-oh, it's getting hot in here. It's getting uncomfortable. Doesn't revel when others grovel, takes pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, trusts God always, always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. I heard a preacher one time say that if you want to test yourself and how you do with loving others or loving God, that you should take the word love out and insert your own name. You ready? I'm going to do this. It's very uncomfortable because these things aren't true of me. Okay. But I'm going to, I want to model this for you so that you guys can try it later. You ready? So I'm going to take the word love out. And instead of saying love, I'm going to say my name. Okay. Tara never gives up. Tara cares more for others than herself. Tara doesn't want what she doesn't have. Tara doesn't strut, isn't proud or have a swelled head. Tara doesn't force herself on others. Tara isn't always me first. Tara doesn't fly off the handle. Tara doesn't keep score of the sins of others. Tara isn't happy when others... Have trouble. Tara takes pleasure in the truth. Tara puts up with anything. Tara trusts God always. Tara always looks for the best. Tara never looks back. Tara keeps going to the end. That's a hard thing to do. And I want to encourage you guys. I want to challenge you later. You can ask your parents to help you or maybe your teacher. I don't know what your day looks like. But I want to encourage you to take the word love out and insert your own name and read that. And it's going to give you an honest assessment. Because if you read that and you insert your name and you kind of cringe on the inside because you know that's not true, then that's just God and his kindness saying, okay, we got we got to work on this thing. Okay? Um, it says this in John thirteen thirty four through 35. Let me read this. And, and this is really the point of today. This is why we love others, okay? Let me give you a new command. This is Jesus talking to his disciples, okay? Let me give you a new command. Love one another in the same way I've loved you. You love one another. This is how everyone will recognize that you are my disciples when they see the love you have for each other. Jesus didn't say, hey, love others when it's easy for you. 
or when you're having a great day, or when you've got some extra love left over because you just had a school break, right, and you're kind of feeling good about life. So it's like, yeah, I'll be kind today. But as soon as you have a bad day, it's like, let me alone. Quit looking at me, you know. He didn't say love others when they would love you back. He said, based on the fact that I have loved you, sinful, prideful little child that you are, because you're just like me, you're just a whole lot smaller and smarter. (laughs) Jesus said, love others because I have loved you. Base your love for others on how I have loved you. Has Jesus loved you? Yes. Has he provided for you? Has he given you everything you've needed? Yes. Has he forgiven you? Yes. Has he been patient with you? Yes. Has he trusted you? Yes. Does he keep being your friend even when you walk away? Yes. So based on that fact alone, you and I are commanded to love others. And then he says this, the entire world will know that you are my people. Not because you wear a cornerstone shirt, although I think they're awesome and I have some myself. The entire world will know that you are my people because you sing real pretty in chapel. No. The entire world will know that you are my people. You are my followers. You are my disciples by the love you have for each other. So, here's the question that I'm going to pray. Who is God asking you to love today? And the answer is not your best friend. The answer is not somebody that you already love, although that's good. I want you to think about someone in your life that maybe, if you're being honest, you don't really like. Or they kind of get on your nerves. Or maybe they smell funny or they look funny or they're just kind of odd. Or, or maybe it's a little brother or a little sister that's just kind of on your nerves all the time. Who is God asking you to love today? And will you love them? Remember at the beginning I said every day you and I have choices. I had a choice this morning whether I was going to brush my teeth or not. And the good news is for you, I chose to brush my teeth this morning. But every time you choose not to love the ones around you, you are choosing to not look like Jesus. You are choosing to forget how much Jesus has loved you. So, everyone close your eyes. Bow your head. And I want you to take your hand and I want you to put it over your heart. I'm going to lead you in a prayer this morning. Everyone say, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for choosing me. To be your friend. Jesus. I want to do the right thing. I want to love others. But I can't. Without your help. Give me eyes. To see. Others. Like you see them. Give me a heart. To love others like you love them. Help me to know how much you love me. Show me in new ways the love that you have for me. And help me to love you in return. 
and to love others in return. Give me a mouth that speaks kind words. Give me hands that are kind and that are quick to serve. Give me feet to follow you. Give me a mind to understand the things of you. And give me someone today to love. Help me to look like you. To live like you. To sound like you. I love you. Thank you for loving me. And thank you for never, ever, ever, ever giving up on me. In Jesus' name, amen.